Welcome to a fast-paced edition here of the iHeartRadio program here on AMFM247.com. Also, our good friends at the Starcom Radio Network. We've got with us today a fantastic, fantastic guest, the great Richard Kurtz. He's a media specialist, political scientist, and author, and he's with us today here on the broadcast. Also, check out... Uh, a website. If you're into writing, or you're 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 into writing books, or an author, anything, uh, you need to go to the La Jolla Writers Conference. We've we've had so many authors on this broadcast who have said that they have attended that conference. It has helped them so much. Check out LaJollaWritersConference.com. And with us today, Richard Kirsten of Tragedies PR. Use your words. Great advice for toddlers and adults. And uh, Richard is with us today on the telephone. Richard, how are you, sir? Well, I'm aging, but gracefully. <laughs> I love that. Now, um, let's let's first of all talk about words. We live and we and and we prosper or fail or die by communication. Um, what what give 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 me some thoughts on this, my friend? Because the, the communication is a giant part of society. Well. Communication is critical to society. Uh, communication gadgetry and methodology is a major use component of society. But yep. communication is also a major failure of society. Because in the words of um, the character in the Paul Newman movie, what we often have is a failure to communicate. <laughs> And, and in order to communicate, someone's got to have something to say, someone's got to listen to it, and they need to understand what's transpiring. If that's not happening, I don't care how many gazillion dollars worth of gadgetry you have, we have a failure to communicate. We've got Richard Kurtz with us today from Strategies PR. Uh, the topic today here on iHeartRadio Use your words, and uh, it's it's great advice for toddlers and adults. And Richard Kurtz with us today, Strategies PR. Check out strategiespr.com. While mathematics is said to be a universal language of all intelligent life, most of us communicate or fail to do so with words. I was never good with math in school, but I can use words to communicate. Uh, break that down for me there, Rich. <laughs> well... <laughs> Here you go. Uh, if you look at, at, at my high school transcript, it looks more like a blood bank. Uh, and and uh, so I was never really good in mathematics, per se. I loved geometry because I loved the, uh, the teacher I had. But beyond that, you know, I was dead in the water, which is probably why I never went towards engineering, although I think a lot like an engineer. Uh, but when... It, it's not so much, I mean, when they say mathematics is, is, the, is a universal language and they send mathematical things out into space and they assume that if there's other intelligent life out there, they'll pick up on the math rather than on the words, they may be accurate. Um, but uh, because scientists tend to think with higher-end mathematics, the math that we do or fail to do down here when you hear the term do the math is simple arithmetic. It astounds me to this day how otherwise intelligent people can take one and one and come up with, you know, maybe one and a half or four or seven. <laughs> or, or blue. Blue is always something good that they come up with when they add one and one. And, and 
that's the the mathematics that we uh, that we fail to do so, and we fail to do it with with words, simply because we don't take the time to know the right words and we yeah. use the wrong words. We've got Richard Kurtz with us today from Strategies PR. He joins us on the telephone live as live can get from uh, the iHeartRadio studios. Use your words. Great advice for toddlers and adults. And Richard joins us live. Um, far too many of us use the wrong words. In fact, I use the wrong words constantly, whether it's on this radio program, in relationships, what have you. Um, <laughs> I use the wrong words and and far too many of us can't do math or won't do math, and I am on both of those completely correct. <laughs> so what you're telling me is, is Saturday night didn't go so well. No. <laughs> Forget about Saturday night. Let's talk about last night. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, in terms of, of, of mathematics and the right words, we did get a gift of all these two-for-ones at a bunch of restaurants, so... We're getting a whole lot better ordering food because it's it's functionally half price. But other than that, if you get away from that, uh, with uh, with politics on the front burner, uh, uh, one among the wrong words that we use is is democracy. Uh, everybody says, "Well, we live in a democracy." Well, we don't. You live in a republic, and then you've got the uh, well, I've got rights. And the problem with that is, is you do, but that's not the whole sentence. I have rights and responsibilities. Um, and and we, you hear people yell, well, that's not constitutional. And most of them have no idea of the number of pages, much less the words in the Constitution. Uh, and there's only seven of them, and they're not that complicated. Uh, they were written at a time when things were a whole lot less and a whole lot more complicated, but they're not that complicated, and people should take the time to read them. Um, but but that uh, that single phrase that I've got rights is is an astoundingly dangerous term because it's incomplete and because it's one-sided. Yeah. And yep. when you have something that's incomplete and one-sided, you are not communicating we started out before and if you stop communicating uh you've got two choices you've got communication and you got confrontation yep and communication yep. is a whole lot better well it uh it it yes you're right <laughs> richard kurtz of this today strategies pr strategies pr.com is the website check it out today now um everybody seems to have something to say and they seem to be talking uh, what's wrong with the words that we are using there, Richard? Well, we can start with the C, which seems to be the new word for an excuse for everything. I, I mean, it, it. you know, everybody loves to make excuses as opposed to having reasons. Uh, and the new C word is culture. Okay. Well, you know, that's our corporate culture. Well, you can't criticize our conduct uh, you're a bigot because you don't like our operational culture. Well, you know, hey, what's wrong with a culture that sets people on fire, cuts their heads off, and buries their children alive? You know, hey, we, we must be wrong when we look at that. Uh, but there's a difference between culture and civilization. Yes. Uh, culture is, 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 is the way people have 
developed conducting themselves as they interact. Civilization is when they've made a conscious choice to adapt that culture to interact in some form of social contract. Now, what used to be the cradle of civilization, or was labeled the cradle of civilization, is that little area that most people don't know about, because again, they don't read, is the Tigris-Euphrates Valley, which happens to be, oddly enough, in Iraq. Uh, and that is where the first recorded city was in 5500 B.C. Yep, the word yep. Ur even means city. I know because I use it in Scrabble all the time. And, and yet, in this cradle, uh, the culture there has since thrown out the... Uh, not the cradle, but the baby and the bathwater. And I wish they they did that. Instead, what seems to have happened is they've elected to eat the baby and drink the bathwater. And it's it's horrifying that we wrap this all up in, well, it's their culture and we need to respect it. Well, it's their conduct and we need to avoid it. We've uh, got... We need, we've, we need to preclude it. Yes, yes. Not respect it. We've got Richard Kurtz with us today, Strategies PR. He joins us on the telephone today. And uh, Richard is uh, with us today to talk about words. Um, we exchange words and we hear from others all day long. Is that communication, Richard? Well, if you go back to the appropriate definition of communication, if you're hearing something that you understand and you're acknowledging that you understood it and responding to the other person with that acknowledgement, that's communication. But if you're getting something blasted at you from the radio, the Internet, the newspaper, uh, CBS, NBC, Fox, I don't care who it's from, um, and you are not really understanding it, uh, or it keeps tying you back to a single word in your head or a single issue in your way of looking at things, that's not communication. Someone's talking at you. Someone's not delivering information to you that, that you can use because you're not receiving it. Or they're delivering misinformation, which is unfortunately very, very, very often done. Um, but that single issue thing is, is, what, uh, is, is what often hurts people. Richard Kurtz with us today from Strategies PR. He joins us today here on the telephone. And um, uh, Richard, what what is wrong with the way that we talk to each other? Well, again, uh, we we don't use the right words. We don't listen to each other, or we fall back on that single issue, and we stop listening as soon as we hit that issue. Yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of dear friends. Well, they're almost dear friends. They're neighbors. They're a gay couple, and they're nice women, and they're good neighbors, and they go to work every day. They're in a living, you know. They don't complain when my dogs bark. We have barbecues. They got married in the yard, and it was great. Uh, but they're single-issue people, and the single issue is the gay-lesbian issue. And anything in the world takes a second, third, fourth, fifth seat to that. And that's a problem, because that's a pothole in the road of our civilization that needs to continuously be repaired. But while they're worried and calling City Hall about that pothole, 
they're not recognizing the fact that people are setting off nuclear weapons on the next street. Okay. Euphemistically, of course. <laughs> and, yes. and there are bigger issues that first need to be resolved, or that pothole not only will never get filled, it'll never be an issue. You know, we, we sort of need to have a country so that we can, we, that's, that's free and open so that we can argue about these things, so that we can settle these things, so that we can resolve these things. But if we're busy trying to keep people from blowing up our schools and, 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 and killing each other and cutting people's heads off, and we're not paying attention to that, you got kind of a problem with the pothole issue. We've got Richard Kurtz in today's Strategies PR. He joins us on the telephone. Um, they, they say that mathematics is the universal language of all intelligent life. We talked a little bit about this earlier. Um, what, 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 what is the... I guess, why is mathematics the universal language? I've never heard that. Maybe I've been hiding under a rock, Richard. I don't know. Well, here's the deal. The, the, the parallel to that in, in, in modern economic society is, is if you want to find the truth, follow the trail of the money. Ah, okay. Okay, and, and if you look for a reason as to why people do or don't things, it often boils down to the money. And that's awful, either, either the, the, the money or the economics. And economics is, is a matter of power or money, and, pow- and they, they often are interchangeable. I'll give you a horrific example. Um, in 2000, uh, United Airlines. Remember United Airlines? Yes, indeed. Yes, into indeed. the World Trade Center. Yep. Uh, yep. United Airlines decided not to report an incident with a Middle Eastern man threatening to set off a bomb on the plane and challenging the passengers. And I won't go into the details of how I know this firsthand, but I will tell you that attempting to get it reported went as high as the FBI. And the FBI and the Harbor Police and the City Police and the Cub Scouts and the Campfire Girls couldn't do anything about it because United refused to report it. They took this clown, and instead of throwing him off the plane and locking him up, they kept everybody else off the plane and put him on a first-class plane back to New York. Now, what do you figure in late 2000 he was testing the groundwork for on a United <laughs> Airlines plane? You know, this is not... You know, this is not rocket science here. I don't need to know uh, astronomical trigonometry or whatever the arithmetic would be to, to, or the mathematics would be, to figure this out. This is United Airlines didn't want the bad PR, didn't want it to affect their bottom line. And, and horrific things came from that. We've got Richard Kurtz uh, with us today. Now, this, this is the thing. Yeah, the horrific, horrific things came from that. Yeah, it's it's you know we don't we don't pay attention to the future because we don't we don't remember our past. Most of the people you talk to, you get them on the street, and I love watching Waters World, but unfortunately, it's 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 black or dark comedy. We'll try not to abuse the term black here. It's dark comedy because it's sadly humorous that everybody you talk to on the street doesn't know the difference between Thomas Jefferson and George Jefferson. And, and, uh, and when you tell them about them up to speed, uh, it's, it's, it's somehow funny. But it's the, uh, it's the three R's that we don't do that will dismantle our society. We don't read. 
We don't research, and we don't remember. We just hear what other people say, and we take it as gospel, which is an interesting word in itself. Yes. Yes, indeed. It's it's Richard Kurtz, Strategies PR. He joins us today here on the broadcast, and uh, we, we, we've been talking about all the different things as far as words, mathematics, things of that nature. What is a dangerous word or phrase for the majority of American voters? Tell me about this. You know, I, I guess, I guess it's the worst word out there is um, you know you, you got me at a loss for words, and it's funny because because I, I I feel so strongly about that. But I guess the the worst word that people have is the one that they don't tie together with the other word, and that's the word right. Everybody turns around who wants power or money or authority, uh, in which case they're taking this from a republic or a democracy to an autocracy, uh, uses the word, well, you've got a right. You've got a right to health care. You've got a right to this. You've got a right to education. You've got a right to this and that. And, well, you know, you have a correspondent responsibility with every right. You have a right to vote and a responsibility to vote intelligently. You know, you have a right to free speech and a responsibility not to run into a crowded theater and yell fire because you think it would be funny. You have a right to bear arms. But, you know, you shouldn't be sitting in your backyard in the city uh, taking target practice with your shotgun. Uh, you, you know, right responsibility. So right is probably the most dangerous abused word that we have in, in, in American politics. If there's a dangerous word, that's it, because people don't understand the weight that comes with that word right. How many yep. people died so that they could use that word? They don't think about that. And why, why don't people think about that? Well, because life is convenient. Yeah. Life is a convenient place. You know, you go to the average person who is dealing with their day-to-day -day issues. Uh, talk to some some mother of three kids who's a, who's a single mom, uh, perhaps not by choice. You know, maybe her husband's overseas. Maybe her husband never showed up. Maybe she has no idea who he is. And she's got these kids, and one's on the way to school, one's on the way to the potty, and the other one is, you know, on the way to his friends, and you don't know what he's doing at their friend's house. And this is a busy full-time job, and she's got a full-time job besides that. And you want her to think about the issues in the Middle East. This is not going to happen. Uh, so it, things are too inconvenient. Or you have other people where everything is just peachy keen fine, and every weekend is the backyard barbecue, and, and the biggest concern they have is what kind of chlorine to put in the pool. And you want them to say, well, you know, gee, um, what about those girls that got kidnapped in Africa? It's not a reality. We are a society of convenience. We will always gravitate to convenience. And not until we are inconvenienced and believe me, difficult thoughts like thinking about the the impending Holocaust coming out of the Middle East. You know, these are not convenient thoughts. And we as Americans do not like inconvenience. Um, 
but we're about to be seriously inconvenienced. Well, uh, Richard, as we wrap up here, my friend, um, what 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 can we talk about as far as what what what's the final segment here for for words and math and all these things and what can you give us as we as we go, my friend? Don't be afraid of your own ideas and your own words and and don't disbelieve in them even if someone else thinks they're incorrect write them down and then go back and look at them in reality um i i I, i'm in the middle of writing a a short story and part of it has a very very difficult segment about a man making the decision to jump off tower one and um and it was a horrible thing to have to sit and write. It was stimulated by looking at a photograph that I've looked at for three years of a body having jumped from yep. one of the Twin Towers. Yep. And when I got done writing that, uh, I mean, I sat there and I cried writing that segment. When I got done writing that, there was a sense of relief that I could put it on paper and look back at it and then say, okay, how, why, what did it happen? What did this person feel like? Why did somebody have to feel that way? But I had to get those words down. People should not be afraid to put their words down, even if they're writing them just for themselves or just for their family. Uh, and if they want to write them better, they need to be able to accept criticism for that, accept knowledge for that, get information for that. And, yeah, I'm pushing the writer's conference, but I'm pushing the concept of writing and the fact that, if you're going to communicate with words in writing, you better know the art and the craft and the business of doing so. And that's what we deal with. And uh, and if that's a sales pitch, so be it. But it's critical that people communicate. Well, Richard, I appreciate you making time for us today here on iHeartRadio. Thanks for joining us. And uh, definitely want to chat with you as we do each and every Friday on the world-famous Cheeky Jaguayu show. Uh, each and every Friday we have Richard on, and he gives us his uh, perspective on different topics of the week and everything. So check out LaHoyaWritersConference.com. And, Richard, thanks for being with us, my friend. I appreciate it. Cheeky, thank you for having me, and I promise next time it'll be something humorous. 